0: I believe that um, part of branding yourself comes with an anchor, right? Like what's your brand anchor? Um, So there's people on the platform you probably see that have like a, a funky hat, right? Like they have a hat. They always wear the same hat or the same color shirt. I, I don't know if you've ever seen Nas Daily, right? Like, yep, yep, Nas definitely. Daily has got the little loading shirt, right? Like, he sells his shirts now, right? It's, it's the same so it's
1: as my, my orange ties, my orange exactly. shoes. It's I just it. every single time it doesn't change.
0: Good morning and welcome to the Coffee with Jason podcast. Today, Jason is chatting with Fabio Marama. They'll be discussing all things LinkedIn, who to connect with, how to connect with the right audience, and developing content for that audience sit down and grab your closers coffee but first a word from our sponsor
1: for freshly brewed discussion on automotive sales and marketing this is coffee with jason the coffee with jason podcast is sponsored by closers coffee for that full-bodied rich sweet flavor with a bright acidity drink closers coffee stay caffeinated and keep on closing Find out more at closerscoffee.ca. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Jason Harris here with Digital Dealership Solutions. Hey, thanks for joining me on another episode of Coffee with Jason. Today, I have my guest, Fabio Marama. He is a LinkedIn marketing and branding specialist. Fabio, thank you so much for taking the time to jam with me today.
0: Hey, thanks so much, Jason. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to this conversation.
1: Yeah. Now, so for everyone out there that's listening and watching right now that maybe not know who you are, maybe if you kind of give us that two-minute origin story, that'd be great.
0: Sure yeah I mean uh, my name's Fabio um, a little bit about myself. I, um, my, my whole career journey started back in college I say to people and I didn't know what I really wanted to do and when I found marketing and business, I fell in love with it and um, you know I was always you know in the, in the process of, of continuing to reinvent myself every single year. So you know regardless of what I've done from social media to you know uh, process improvement you name it, you know, I really started to discover um, a platform like LinkedIn as an opportunity for entrepreneurs, um, you know, business owners, marketers to sort of use it to springboard them to success. In a world where there's so much choice, you know, mm-hmm. you have Instagram and Facebook, and like, why would somebody want to use LinkedIn? So for me, I want to be that bridge to someone to really get them to understand that this is not a platform to be an online resume. You can actually really, really grow a good brand on this platform. So I became super passionate about that. I'm a director of community experience uh, with Meridian as well here in Canada, but uh, at the same time, what I'm passionate about well, as well is, is 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 working with consultants and entrepreneurs, and I started to really do that over the last year or so um, to help them discover this platform, utilize it to the best of their potential, um, and grow a community. You know, in the last year alone, I just grew I grew a community from 500 to 20,000, and um, you know, highly highly engaged people. You know, seven million views on posts and videos. So starting to realize the power of the platform and then share that with the, with the world.
1: And that's awesome. And you, you've been so uh, grateful about doing that, both what you've been receiving as far as engagement, also what you're, get, you're giving. And that's one of the reasons why I want to talk to you because I just feel like you're just, you're a real practitioner in the platform, right? Um, so let's, let's jam a little bit about today, as far as people that are kind of entrepreneurs or getting in that startup. So kind of the do's and don'ts of how we should really be using LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, a lot of people get LinkedIn wrong, very wrong. (laughs) And, um, you know, we've all got that spam email right? either we connect Mm. with someone and right away it's like, hey, I'm still from IT uh, sales (laughs) solutions. And you're like, I'm not even in IT. What's going on? (laughs) Like, you didn't even read my profile. Um, So I think there's just a lot of people that are doing it wrong and they don't realize that at the other end of that phone or that device or that computer screen is an actual human being right that you can connect with if you especially if you understand who they Mm -hmm. are and so i think a lot of people also focus on the numbers so from a a don't perspective don't spam people because it doesn't work um and then also from a a don't perspective is um don't go just connecting with everybody because a lot of people don't realize you only have thirty thousand connections on the platform that's your limit and your connection base the quality of them and how relevant they are will actually determine how good your content is um and how your community grows because if you just go add 30,000 people just to show you have numbers well that's not helping you one bit cuz as soon as you post something whether it's a video or a post you know you may only resonate with you know 2,000 of those people that are actually targeted and relevant that the content that you talk about so um, so i reject a lot of people not out of the, not out of um, you know uh, there's something wrong with that person i'm just like you know what I won't be able to serve you the best that I can. Right. And, um, so So it's
1: not, it's not in your, within your wheelhouse, it's not your goal. Exactly.
0: Right. Like if, if they're, you know, I've had people that are like, they own a restaurant or they're like, you know, they're, um, you know, they're in it sales or it's, and you know, they're, or they're, um, had people that are like, um, in like really just obscure things. Like, you know, even like (laughs) cryptocurrency, I'm like, I can't help you. Like my content (laughs) won't serve you in any way. So, um, so, you know, maybe it can, but you can follow me. But for me connecting with you, I'd rather connect with people that can truly, truly help. So the people that I'm passionate about, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, people that I, I'm trying to niche down and be like, I know these people, I can help you, right? And so, um, so that's, when it comes to doing it right, I tell everybody, number one, you have to optimize your profile. Mm-hmm. Understand who you serve, who's that ideal customer avatar, that ICA, and be like, okay, this is, this is who they are, this is what their job is, this is the title, this is the business that they own, this is what age they are. And they married kids like understand that full person. Like what's keeping yeah, really, them up at really night? Really
1: understand the audience, right?
0: You do. Um, you gotta. We. Well, yeah, I, so, I guess
1: what it is you have to. Yeah. What you're saying is you, you really got to find your goal first, right? Like correct. why the hell are you actually doing it? Why are you on the place? platform?
0: Right. Correct. Is it just to network? Is it to grow your business? Is it to what? To what? And so, um, so that's totally true. And then you know, from the second point is optimize your profile, customer facing, so you know that when someone comes to visit you, they're getting value from you. Mm-hmm. And then, um and that you're not just some pretty face to connect with. There's actually a reason, right? Um, because you actually can serve them. And then number two, I say is go find the right people. So in order to grow your community, you won't just, people that have five hundred, thousand connections, that won't grow if you don't do any outbound outreach yourself, Sure. right? Like you can create content and stuff, you'll grow slowly, you got to do outbound outreach as well. So that's searching and finding the right people um, and actually genuinely sending the right message to them. Not like Here's how I can help you and serve you. Like, it's like <laughs> connect with someone in a way that's actually genuine. Be like, hey, um, you know, Jason, I just saw a video that you just posted yesterday on five sales tactics that are gonna help grow your business this year. I loved sales tactic number two, where you talked about this. Hey, would love to connect if you're up for uh, forward to engaging here on the platform. Like, you will get a 100%
1: acceptance
0: rate on that. And you just do that, it takes time. If you do that, you know, 5,000 times, you've got 5,000 people that actually will remember you as opposed to 5,000 numbers that took you no time to do, but now they're not going to help you, right? Like down, down the road, like they're going to, they're going to see a video. They're not going to remember who you are. You send a message personalized to someone, they will remember you. And that's how you grow. I like to say the thousand true fans, right? So, um, I like this. So, I like
1: this. So, so far, here's what I'm hearing is that we're, yeah. well, a, we need to first define what our goal is, right? I mean, yeah. if it's, is it just networking? Are we trying to build a lead funnel, which is which is okay too. Yep, but there's is. a professional way of doing it, not a not a not a scammy way of doing it, or Correct. a way or spammy way of doing it, right? Yeah. Uh, but then once we know what our goal, our goal and objective is, then we have to define the audience that's going to help us meet our goal and objective. And then once we kind of know who that audience
0: is, then we start reaching out to them one on one. I love it. That's awesome. Correct. And then that's you know, like you know, I'm actually of the approach of. Um, so there's there's like a there's like more the automation side of things and then there's like you know to try and how to get things done faster and automate it. Or you have the you know the memorable experience side. So yes. like the dis the Disney side, right? There's the two <laughs> sides of business, right? And so for me, um so for me it, it's it's the the Disney side. I love that you'll always remember that experience. So for me is as soon as someone connects with me after that personal message. Uh, I would rather I would send them I'll send them a voice note like I'll record a voice note in my messaging. You can do that I'll be like hey, Jason. Thanks so much for connecting my friend Um, You know looking forward to engaging more on the platform again awesome video that you posted and uh, hey looking forward to keeping in touch like people receive that and they'll remember you right away It takes time to do that But if you build slowly and of quality like you will build a community of very very strong people That's how you build community not just a following right followers are very futile where community is like they're they're raving fans that as soon as you come up with a product or a service they're like wow how do i get this how do i get my hands on this right um and that's that's the beauty of it right and so that's why disney are they the most expensive you go to disney world heck no they're not but people are lined up around the corner to try and get in right For and sure. so because of the experience and so that's my my thing is is through content etc that's how you can really build that community. So that's well, it, like and that's how you can step. build
1: brand equity, right? I mean, one hundred percent
0: is through Real experience.
1: Leverage. It's it's not just by having the that automated. Hey, thanks for connecting me, and so on, and so on, and so forth. Right? It's like you actually yeah. take a moment. I mean, really, at yeah. the end of the day, how long does it take you to do that recorded voicemail?
0: It takes 10 seconds, 10 to right. 15 seconds, and then you just you can bang those out faster than typing.
1: I was gonna say it's <laughs> probably faster than typing, right? Yeah. And it's very personal. Yeah. It is unique. You know, I th- I think it's a phenomenal tip.
0: So it's those little things. Right? It's I like to say is your success on any platform per se is defined by the little things that you do, right? Mm-hmm. And so like if you put a piece of content out, are you commenting that person back? Like say hey, thanks so much for reaching out thanks so much for that comment i loved it you know great response as opposed to just people comment you just leave those comments on there and you don't respond to them, or you just like them because it's the easiest thing to do right you so, mean
1: actually be social on a social platform
0: correct right what? i love i love what? jay bear if you've ever heard of jay bear i love Bear's awesome i love his, his quote i've never forgot he said um, stop doing social and just be social right mm. like people think it's just a strategy of social media know, it's being social—it's just—it's a—it's a mechanism to connect human beings together through content and through messaging, right? So, um, when brands get that, that's when the one those really truly win. And so, um, so that's the second is build the right community, and then thirdly is serve them up with content that's going to provide value to them continuously. And you got to be consistent. When you're consistent, people remember consistency over the viral video. They'll remember that this person's showing up every single day. You know, at the end of the year, they're like, "I see you. I seen you the last." Probably the last year, and every time I open my phone, you're there. Those yep. are the things that they remember, and then those are the ones that want to do business with you. And that's when you start bringing in the uncontrollable amount of leads inbound into your funnel, inbound messaging you, and you're like, maybe I need some more help with resourcing here. And that's that's where you want to be, as opposed to you're still looking at the sort of that feast or famine. You know, through automation, you're deleting people, adding new people, and it just doesn't work very well. So that's doing the platform right, and that's going to help you grow a community that is not necessarily the biggest, but it's going to be one of the most strongest on the platform and very tight.
1: And, and you know what? I've actually personally felt this myself. You know, um, I don't have the biggest following out there. I think what do we got five or 6,000 or something like that, you know, but I've been just like what you said, I've been very, very selective about yeah. kind of who I put in there. Right. It's, you know, my background's automotive operations and marketing. And, you know, I mean, I want to connect with the people that I find that are going to have the most amount of value from the content I'm actually putting out there. But, you know, to your point, what you were saying, I'm, I, you know, I've, I've had, I'm actually in that space now, you know, where now I'm getting inbound over, actually over 75% of my revenue is actually inbound now awesome. versus, versus outbound. But it was taking what those initial steps like you were saying is, is, you know, we first defined what our goal and objective was, right? And, you know, wanted to create a community within our automotive space, you know, and then we wanted to develop out content that was just specifically for them, you know? And it's like, we're not, con- Love it. I'm not connecting with every single person out there because not every single person is gonna, like you said, not every single person is gonna get any value from what I'm actually saying.
0: Exactly and I think that's a great point because I think so many people they don't want to niche down and they try and relate to everybody and my favorite quote is one of my favorite quotes too is you know if you try to be everything to everybody you end up becoming nothing to nobody right because you're, you're just you're just you're vanilla right like you're trying to please everybody and the reality is content the business world marketing like you're just not going to please everybody so to stop trying to right and try and be like these are the people I want to serve I don't really care that these people aren't going to like it because these are the people I know I can truly help with my content and and the value that I can provide them. So focus on the people that you, you're you good at and you can control yep. and you're skilled with. And so so you've got that nailed down too. You know your, you know the industry and you're going after them. And I love it.
1: Well, and then I think what's key out there, anybody that's listening to this or watching this is that to your point is that don't get caught up in the vanity metrics. Like, it, it, like you said, it doesn't matter how large your group or your following or your network or your community. I think you used the word community, didn't you? I like that. Yep. Um, it, it's what you do with it. That actually makes a damn difference it's yep. not the amount that you actually have it's how well i think you said how well you actually serve that community
0: yep i mean that that was exactly it right like um and i learned this early on when i, I through linkedin had the amazing opportunity to have a conversation with one of the best community builders on the entire planet jay shetty um wow. so you know jay jay's built a community of 20 million people on, on facebook and Um, you know, he just on the Ellen show, like his, his content, his videos have been viewed more than 4 billion times, right? Some great content. It really is. It is right. And so I asked him the question, how does somebody build community Mm -hmm. and you know, how does someone go about doing that? What's the best way? And he said, the first thing about it is you understand that it's not about you. It's about the people that you're serving. So, um, so he's like, start with the people and then with yourself, right? Um, whether it's sharing your story, people have to find a little bit of their story in you right but it's about you, you want to
1: be relatable they got to be
0: relatable yep. right and to build that community is like he's like he he talks a lot about um two things um i love it it's simple and easy he talks about education and entertainment and everything mm-hmm. he does he tries to make sure he's educating but there's an element of entertainment into it so that you're learning through the process right and you're 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 enjoying it right um and any the reason he uses video was and he uses it very well because you know he talked about how you know, while writing is really, really good, a lot of people struggle with reading books, et cetera. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have right, you have to put the effort in to read to consume. Yep. <laughs> when you're doing video, you're just consuming, right? You're just listening and you're just consuming the information. You can actually do other things at the same time. Right. So, um, so that's why he's using video and it's a great way also to connect with people in an emotional way. Um, mm-hmm. right, because you can connect emotion with the message, and he does that well with his his platform of pillars of education and entertainment. And so I learned that really, really well from how to build the right community, starting with the right people serving that audience. Uh, and that if it's just about yourself, popularity, et cetera, if people see right through that stuff, you will never build a community. If you're all about yourself, because people see if can smell phony from a mile away. Right.
1: So fake it till you make it crap. Yeah. I, you're right. I the, hate that
0: stuff. Right. That's not just, real. That's just I, rented, just not I rented
1: a Lambo today. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> buy, by buy my $50 ebook
0: <laughs> exactly right so um be authentic people people will pay much more um I found this people will pay much more a higher price point for um for the ex the experience and the connection with that individual person because there's a higher perceived level of value oh, right as opposed to you know uh, I don't know who you are but um you know you're gonna sell me an ebook or something right and so um that's why it's it's kind of cool um that's why it's kind of cool that uh, you know people are building. Some people are building the community the right way, and and I can be on here to share how how uh, they can do it themselves as well.
1: And I think what people need to understand is that you know attention is one of the most um, valuable commodities that we have. Right? It yep. is, there's only so much I can only you know put my eyes and my brain to so many things on a day to day basis. You know, so it's like you know if you are able to grab even a few hundred people's attention, all right, and they consume... yeah, I don't. I mean, you've put that into monetary numbers, you know, of what someone's actual attention is worth. Yeah, and you know, we're putting out content out there, and we're getting these people's attentions, and they're, you know, we need to serve them in a certain way because we we've bought, we've now purchased their attention. You know, we've yep. either we connected and we created a great experience, which I love. Actually, I think that initial experience that's really, really, really key. And I think if there's any takeaway, you guys are going to take away in this video, or this podcast right now, that should be your. That should be you should be writing that down right now. If you're if you're. Driving I think don't wait until later. Um, <laughs> all right. But, but that initial experience of that that personal one-on-one connection, I love the voice recording. Um, yep. But what I was saying is that now we have their attention. We want to maintain their attention. And now we're kind of kind of, this kind of goes into my next question about content because that question gets asked like so often, right? It's like, yep. okay, well, well, what kind of content am I supposed to put in there? How am I supposed to do the content? What can you say about that?
0: Yep. So the first thing I'll say, and it kind of ties into your first point is, Um, in order for somebody to buy from you, right? Product, service, you name it. um, People have to first, like you said, know you, they have Mm -hmm. to know who you are. Right. But in order for somebody to buy from you, they have to trust you. Right. So they have to, and it's a simple three words, no, like, and trust. Right. So in order for somebody to buy from you, they have to trust you, right. They have to trust you that they can take out their wallet. Here's my credit card information and here, take a thousand dollars from me. Right. So, 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 that's really crucial. You got to think about how do you work backwards from that trust factor, okay? Mm-hmm. So well, in order to get people to trust you, they have to first like you, right? You don't really trust someone who you dislike. <laughs> so so in order to uh, trust someone, you have to get them to like you first, but you can't just get someone to like you right away. It has to be built over time. So first you have to get somebody to know you and that comes through content. That comes through the experience I talked about through the messaging, right? But content is a big part of doing that is consistently creating content, right? Um, so like, just what happened here, consistently <laughs> creating content. Um, and by doing that, uh, I like to say is when you talk about attention, um, I have built my entire community over the last year and a half on 60 to 90 second videos. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really create, you know, 10 minute videos, five minute videos. Um, my entire focus has been on snippets of information that's going to get people to uh, grab a concept in 60 or 90 seconds or less. I mean, sometimes I, my videos are 30 seconds, right? So they'll jump on and they will be highly engaged, high energy. I'm grabbing their attention right away. And they consume the entire thing, right? They're not leaving. Cause it's a five minute video. They might leave a minute, two minutes in, right? They're like, I don't have time for all this. I have to move on. I have to go somewhere. I have to drive or I have to scroll down my feed and look at that next video or message that person I forgot to. Grabbing five minutes of someone's attention is not easy. So no. if you can grab 60 to 90 seconds, that's a great way to build that attention, that no factor. You do that enough times, you'll get that That no will turn into like, and then that like will be like, hey, you know what? I've been seeing you a lot. And it turns into trust. Hey, I just want to say you're doing an amazing job. Hey, thanks so much. You know, And then that turns into, hey, you know what? I'm actually looking to build my own presence on LinkedIn or looking to build my own way to generate leads or build my brand. I, haven't, I don't know how to do that. You think you can help me? Sure, of course I can help you. That's how you turn it. You know, those that know, like, and then that trust and new business opportunity for you. It all comes down to attention, right? Attention is a commodity. You're like mm-hmm. you said, people. There's a there's this like negative connotation to some people that attention's a dirty word because it's somehow like too prideful. And no, <laughs> no, it's the reality. That's what marketing is. Capturing someone's attention, even for a brief moment, to be able to um, to build off of that, and that comes through consistency. So, um, content. I like to tell people keep it short keep it sweet and to the point um you can definitely integrate it on other channels like they'll start like on Instagram or you know uh even on Facebook or on LinkedIn keep it short and then if you have a YouTube channel you can people will search you out and they'll find longer pieces of content on a podcast like you're doing right now Jason mm-hmm. right like they'll want to can still look for you to find those larger areas of consumption because they can't get enough of the short snippets of content right and so that's how you build that attention which grows into other areas of your of your um, so your community online. So um, but content i like to say it also it just has to be highly engaging. Um, you know, you get better at it with time. Well, i think that's the key um, just thing, do, right?
1: Is that you do get better with the time, right? It's you, do. Uh, you know, Nike got it right when it said just do it. You know, just yep. you know, you know, if if you watched my first video i did 2 years ago it was <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I'm still up there. I, I leave it up, never taking it down. But I mean, yeah. it's a it's a far cry from what it is today. And even doing this yeah. podcast, it's taken me time to kind of get used to the whole concept of yeah. you know audio and everything else, right? But it, the yeah. matter is just doing it. But with, um, just to add to what you said, as far as the content, it's also authenticity. I think that's yeah. the kind of thing. And we mentioned that a little bit earlier too, when we we're kind of talking about the whole "fake it till you make it" kind of crap. You yeah. it was just just be you. You know, it's, it, from a content perspective, I find that a lot of people kind of force what they're talking about. You, you, you know, if I, mean, when I when I watch your videos, there, there's no forcing, right? When, I, when, I, when I've seen those 60, 90s second clips that you put out there, there's passion behind what you're saying. Correct. And because you're passionate about it, there's, it's so authentic. The message comes out authentic, you know? Um, so, so I, I think that's kind of key is that if you're going to create content, right um be consistent in your efforts do it <laughs> just get started yeah. you know but make sure that it's coming from a place that you're passionate about like really yes. passionate about Yeah. otherwise it's going to feel that you were forced to yeah. talk about it and yeah. there's just again attention it's our highest commodity i, I you know i really value where i'm going to where i'm going to put my attention into right yeah.
0: like well, I, yeah you're, you're absolutely like, right i'm gone right exactly right and like you know you have to be authentic because mm-hmm. people don't like i said people don't trust people can smell it the world of businesses has changed so much it is so it used to be like you could sell somebody and you know and they were afraid and like you could just you could outsell them with your eloquent words and boom you got a sale, right people are smart these days like mm-hmm. they can go search for anything and like they'll, they'll they'll take extra time to do that and they're they're just consumers are smarter so like you can't just, you can't like fake it till you make it. You have to be authentic in your approach. And when you're creating content, like the easiest thing I say is create content on things that you actually love and enjoy talking about. Don't be like, oh, this video went viral or this one, like this is a, the flavor of the week. I got to talk about it. Well, like <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to come across the same. So like, just keep being you, just keep talking about the things that you genuinely would do for free every day mm-hmm. of your life, right? If you could, if you can make just enough money to get by and pay your bills pay your mortgage etc and you'd be you'd be okay what would you do what would you talk about right be like i would talk about this right and i would just do every day because i'm so passionate i love it those are the types of things you need to do more often you do that consistently you you just be known you create leverage for yourself over time it builds up and then you're just sort of known in that space as somebody who's trusted right you've built up a a, 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 you built up a a mountain of influence just simply because you continued showing up on these specific topics where if you just keep picking and choosing you won't be known for anything that in the industry or in your niche or whatever because people haven't seen you talk about it enough so that's i think really really important like you said talk about things you're passionate about
1: owning your space, being authentic and and kind of to your point was, is understand this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. All right. It's be consistent in your efforts. All right. And it's going to build and snowball effect and so on and so forth. You know, we're not, I don't think any of us actually intentionally make content, um, with the intent for it to go viral. Now, if it does, it does. But I, I don't, I mean, is there anybody out there actually like I'm going to intentionally make a viral piece of video content? <laughs> you know. Well,
0: I mean, there's definitely some strategies people like to say, you know, that can help create a more viral, uh, type post. Um, there's some people that do it great. Like, um, I know I'm beginning to know really, really well, um, becoming to be a friend of mine. His name is Yuval Rector. I mm-hmm. love Yuval. Um, he owns a company called, um, I'm trying to remember what his company name is but he, he he's essentially his media company is the company behind you know blossom and um wow. the like the you know the yummy brand the yummy stuff that you yeah, see on yeah. facebook where yeah. like they're making stuff and it's they have got it down to a science they know you know ca- captions and subtitles and, and you know su- silent videos they don't even they just have music you don't even need anyone talking in them they're so they're done so well and you know they continue to create viral videos in hundreds of millions every single week and so <laughs> their company is very good at that, but there's a specific niche. They understand the food space, right? Like Mm. that type of thing. Right. Um, But you know, for example, LinkedIn, you know, you know, a a piece of content I've seen, I've seen content go viral that you're like, how did this go viral? Right. You just don't know. Right. (laughs) It's just, you know, I think it's the reality is just focus on providing value in the content. If it's not valuable, it won't be shared and it won't be commented on. Right. Like, so um, you know, some people are thrive on that whole viral culture and they're like, you know, I'm going to create all my content is going to be controversial, you know, and uh, oh they'll, they'll, gosh, they'll throw a controversial topic in that. there I just because they know that. it'll stir a <laughs> conversation, right? But that can also sometimes hurt your brand too. So um, be authentic and focus on providing value. You know, I, I'll take, I'll take, uh, I'll take a hundred videos at um, you know, 10,000 views than one video a million, right? Like,
1: cause it only takes one. I mean, it, it only is- takes one. You know, I've actually been amazed where I've had videos that, you know, I'm talking really low. I mean, maybe only a few hundred views. But for some reason that was the one that an owner DM would me and said, Hey, I really like what you said there. Would you mind coming in and talking to my managers about that? You know? And it's like, what? That piece? Really? That was the piece? Like, I mean, I put out a lot of other crap. You thought that was the one. Okay. Fair enough. But That's the point. You you just don't know. So being consistent in that, right? Yeah. You brought up another thing and I want to kind of explore this a little bit more is uh, uh, multiple channels. You know, so uh, yes, we've been talking about LinkedIn at this point, you know, um, have you started to, and and are you kind of cross, cross networking as far as your channels go and what channels are you playing in right now?
0: Yep. Um, a little bit. So for me, um, I'm, I'm on the fence on two things. So, um, if you, for a lot of solopreneurs and consultants and coaches and people that are startups, like. Mm-hmm. You know, the re- they they look at the they look at the gurus of the industry, the Gary Vees of the world. Of course, <laughs> who tell them they have to have this omni-channel approach and be on every single platform, post consistently. And I am a big believer in the reality is that is not reality. You simply cannot um, build the type of community on every single platform just yourself. It's, it's just a not lot possible. Of work. You can't it's, talk to it's, that it's, many people. It's,
1: it's incredibly difficult. Like it is it's very got, difficult. It's, it's, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, yeah, Twitter, and I, I, I tap out almost at two and then I, I got to have my team come in and help me because I just, I just can't do it. I, I yes. just can't consistently be in there engaging. Yes. You know, I just can't be in all those places.
0: Yeah. So you said you have to have a team. If you have a team of people, go ahead, right? If you have a team that can help you with some of that administration where, for example, you know, you, if you did a post on all four or five channels and started getting comments on each to comment back to people and that's how you build community of people actually truly showing that you truly care for them got to engage. That's essentially you got engaged right yep. it's being social not doing social so if you were to do that on every single platform every day on every single post it's a lot of work and you mm-hmm. grow your business so yes if you can grow i would i tell a lot of people in the corporate industry if you have a marketing team if you have people that can start doing that or hiring that team people like because you really just want to start growing that attention that's going to really pay dividends for you. If you have the budget and yes. you're able to do that. But if you haven't got to that point and you're looking to scale, like I say, put your eggs in a basket right now that has underpriced attention. So it's not like you're not active on those channels. Of course you will be, sure. um, but put more of your time and effort into channels that are growing, not, not uh, like not scaling back. Right. So for example, LinkedIn massively growing the organic reach is Awesome. Right. Like, it's a platform that is so underutilized and there's a, oh. it's a blue ocean. It in, the really last, is.
1: in the last twenty-four months, it just it it blew just, up. It just so, blew up.
0: When you look at Facebook, right? Yeah, you have a community there, but you know, you post something and you get like five percent of people see it because they're they want you to pay for advertising. Still be there because you want to serve that community. But um, Gary Vee does have a great um, he has a great concept on this where he talks about the eighty-20 rule, or he calls it I think he calls it I'm trying to remember if it's like the eighty-one. 29 uh, or 80 81 and like, 19 something, you know, like yep. something like that. Yep. Um, where he's like, um, you know, look at, he's like, I, the reason is, you know, I'm growing winning on social media. He says, is because I have 80% of my, my time and effort crushing Instagram. I'm going hard at it, like 110%. Mm-hmm. And then the other 20% I'm dabbling and I'm dipping my toe into every other platform and I'm going on like LinkedIn and Snapchat. And, and he's like, as soon as Instagram starts changing, one of those that are in the dabbling, the 20% will replace that and it'll become the 80% of my time. That's
1: a good strategy. And,
0: and you know, he's like, and, and then I'll, I've already dabbled in it. I understand the platform then I can go hard on it, right? And I was like, that's brilliant because he's tasting every other platform. He's going hard on one that's growing like crazy, which are also helping grow his other ones. And at the same time, if something changes, he can fall back on something. So having the omnichannel approach is good, but he's got a large team of people. So, but for me, I tell people, Um, you know LinkedIn right now is is a great place if you haven't done it at all if you're like I don't even know where to start I haven't been I have a hundred people on my social media I have all these channels that have no content (laughs) where's a good place to start I tell people if you're in, the space, in the, the space right now, it's not, let's say, food and, you know, your clothing. And, it, you know, it, it, depends your,
1: it depends who your audience is. depends right? who your audience is. You know, it's, right? it's like what your, what your goal is. You know, if, if you're yeah. going after, if your goal is to grab the attention of 17 to 20-year-olds, all right, it's probably not going to be any of the channels we just talked about. In fact, you might actually want to be thinking about TikTok. opening up a TikTok. <laughs> I was going to say, you want to open up a TikTok account, you know, yeah. um, you know, so, so yeah, it just, it, it, I think what it is is, that you define what that goal is, and then you define the audience that's going to help you meet that goal. Yeah. Then at least there's a strategy in place because you know, uh, to your point that you know this does take time. This is not yes. this is not something that you just hit buttons. It's not automated. Like I mean, you're in there recording personal voicemails for each person that's connecting with you. Yep. I mean, that's it, it's time consuming. It's very valuable. Don't get me wrong. It's great use yep. of time. It's time consuming. Right? But you you got to go into it with a strategy
0: hundred percent. You got to have that strategy. You have to get, like you said, know what that goal is and, and, and then focus on it. Right. But so for me, I, but I'm telling people right now is that will probably change in 24 months. But right now <laughs> LinkedIn is, is a, an amazing platform to invest a lot, a lot of your time in because um, because of its growth and you, you've seen it. Um, you know, if you go back seven years, I, I don't know how many people I've told or I've asked the question, I said, Okay, if you if you were to go back ten years, okay, ten years, yep, and uh, you, knowing what you know now about YouTube, would you have gone Ooh. back ten years and invested a lot of your time in that? Knowing what you're know at today,
1: core you know, we right? put a lot Which, of our stuff on YouTube, and it's just right? it was different. It's just changed. It's not yes. that social element that it was before. I mean, Correct. I barely seldomly ever get a comment on a video anymore. But the views are there. But yep. there's just. They would rather engage in other social networks.
0: Correct. Right. But then at the same time, look at Facebook seven, eight years ago when <laughs> Facebook wanted to grow. They had you know, purchased Instagram and that sort of thing and or even Instagram, right? Before yeah, exactly. Facebook like, bought Instagram. Like, would you have invested your time in there? When they're like, Yeah, we're gonna start doing videos now on Instagram. We're not just gonna be a, a picture filter. Would you be like Oh, well, you know, that's our people are already other people are already doing that. Or like well, we're going to integrate stories now, like Snapchat. Okay, cool. Instagram, you're just adding all these extra things, <laughs> not knowing what it would turn into, right? And um, so, you know, I, I said that's that's exactly where LinkedIn's right. Like they're look understanding their identity. Um, you know, look. Ten years ago, um, you know, Google bought YouTube for one point two billion dollars. Okay, large company bought a smaller company that was growing, and then where they took them today. Go look at same thing with Instagram, right? Instagram purchased small social company, growing purchased by Facebook, had already established. Boom, they took off and they bought them for billion, right? yep. and, 2, and right, a billion dollars, right? One point two. Everyone had
1: a hard time. They said it was. They way, did way, way too much because it was. What was the company only up like what nine months or something like it that? It was. Like, it was early, but it was some small was it was just Really, really short. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So a lot of people don't know. Uh, in 2016, the end of 2016, LinkedIn was purchased as well, right? So LinkedIn was bought by Microsoft for 26 billion dollars 26 billion dollars right and so so um that was a really stark reality big company bought a social platform that's trying to understand themselves they were a resume platform they didn't really know what they were they weren't content for sure um, 24 months ago and Microsoft said, we see potential in the, the business space for content as a social media platform. So they started to integrate things like live video you're seeing now. and mm-hmm. Like that's all from Microsoft's now, doing. Speaking of, live I think video, that's where it's going to grow.
1: I'd love to get your thoughts on live video. Because I, I understand kind of curating some content, or at least because you know what uh, LinkedIn, it's it's that professional space. It's you know it's um, it's people that are looking to expand their professional network, right? I don't typically find a lot of live videos are very professional in their form, right? Because they're just designed to be quick. Like here's the bagel I'm eating, and look at the. Beautiful bridge that I'm sitting behind, <laughs> you know, so I, I'm, I i know it has been launched out completely, but I was a little nervous when I heard LinkedIn was going to do that, you know, because yeah. you, know, you, you do your 60 to 90 second videos, but you sit there and think about it. I mean, you know, like, thought, oh, what am I going to talk about? Do you, maybe yeah. a few notes go, okay, well, I want to hit yeah, that for sure. No. And then you go into it. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see what happens with uh, LinkedIn's um, live feed.
0: Yeah. Live is uh, is definitely growing people. I think there's a huge opportunity in it because of how uh, you can get knowledge like in the moment and from the people that you follow. So I think being very, again, very targeted on what that mm-hmm. message is. So if you serve, um, you know, if you serve startups and you're like, you know what that, those struggles of a startup are in their first year, make a live about that, right? And, and really dive into that so that you're, get, you're not just talking to them about fluffy things. Like you're getting into actual nitty gritty stuff that they're not just watching in a, in a one minute clip. They're actually like, yes, I'm so glad I'm on live right now. I could be here for an hour to talk about this. This is all the questions I can ask and all the, the things that these other people that are also in the startup space are asking like this. I'm so glad I jumped on here. Because um, now you're giving value in those, right? And I think that, you know, they're, they're, they've got their beta users LinkedIn right now. So yep. some of their beta users maybe aren't necessarily the best people at live, or they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't understand that space. They've just been on LinkedIn long enough to like, yeah, we'll give you live. So <laughs> um, I think it'll grow. Um, I think so too. And I, I think there's value in it for sure, because um, there's definitely a lot of engagement on some of the live videos I've already yeah. seen. Probably more so given that there's not a lot of people on it um, or have access to live, but. I think there's a huge opportunity even with live um, and, you know, integration with things like Skype. And like, I think there's just down the road, Microsoft, there's a lot of integrations that they can, um, they can, they can uh, use and, um, and integrate into the platform. When you think about LinkedIn has Linda, right? Like the Linda learning mm-hmm. platform, you know, like the live video, like places for people to learn and in the business space on a platform for professionals. Uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity in it. It's just, they got to find that identity and using live.
1: That's awesome. Well, you know what, Fabio, um, thank you so much for taking the time and jamming with me today. I I really, I think we brought some serious knowledge bombs and I hope everyone really appreciates the content that's out there. If anybody out there that would like to, you know, learn more about you and connect with you, what is the best way to connect with you?
0: Yeah, best way to connect with me is of course on LinkedIn, right, just find me Fabio uh, Marama or just search the hashtag #StayFab, and you'll see any of my content. Uh, It's an easy way to to at least find me if you can't spell my name. Um, but uh, actually, any, you
1: know, actually, let's actually. You know, I'm not going to close it off right there because I think that's one more really good practice. Oh, sure, yeah. That we could throw out there. Can you just explain okay. a little bit to everybody out there that's listening or watching what what you do there and how you kind of you know own that little space?
0: Yeah, I, um, for sure. I, I believe that um, part of branding yourself comes with an anchor, right? Like, what's your mm-hmm. brand anchor? Um, so there's people on the platform you probably see that have like a, a funky hat, right? Like they have a hat. They always wear the same hat or the same color shirt. I, I don't know if you've ever seen Nas Daily, right? Like yep, yep, Nas Daily has got the little loading shirt, right? Like he sells his shirts now, right? It's, it's the same as
1: my my orange ties, my orange exactly. shoes. It's can just see it. every single time it doesn't change.
0: It's a brand anchor, right? And yes. you can use that with hashtags and things, slogans are known for. So for me, it's playing into my name, a stay fab. And it's an easy way. It's a memorable for a way for people to um, to find me, to to sort of build that brand. And I use it in every video, right? I close it off like that. And it's a way to also show some th- the value in my messages, right? Like mm-hmm. I believe people are coming, they're learning, and you know they're they they truly are. Stay fab, like you're awesome, and keep growing and learning and developing on the platform. And I hope I can, you can keep following me to to keep that up. So um, that's essentially what that means, and, uh, and I use it as sort of a brand anchor, play on my name, and uh, people love it, and they it's memorable it gets people to remember that anchor. And, and and that's like you said, in the world of attention and they have so mm-hmm. many places to go, so many things to do. What are the things that you're going to do to help you stand out? And a, and a hashtag that's memorable is one way to do that.
1: And and I've looked up that hashtag before, and you pretty much own the space. I mean, there's really kind of no one else there. You know, we've we we started doing that about a year ago as well with a bell to bell. So we use hashtag bell number two bell. Um, And and for it was just kind of something that personally meant something to me. It was just you're always where you know someone asks you, what are you working today? You're like from bell to bell, from open to close. You know, it's just when I'm on, I'm on. It just doesn't, end. it's just go 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 and you know (laughs) what. When the bell rings, I'm done. I'm done. But you know, it's just during that entire frame, that the time frame. That's what it is, right? Love it. I, I mean, is is there, was there, is there any other? I mean, I love the advice about uh, personalizing the initial experience. Um, I love the advice about creating that anchor. I think that's very important for people out there um, when they're just starting to define who their brand is. That's a great way to do it. Is there anything else? Maybe one last little pointer you'd like to throw out there for them.
0: Hmm. As it relates to LinkedIn, I mean, I would say um, the most powerful thing about LinkedIn is that because it's, uh, I like to say it's not as noisy as a lot of other platforms, um, you don't realize the types of people you can connect with there Mm -hmm. and actually have conversations with. Um, uh, One of the nuggets I love to leave people with is, LinkedIn truly is the backdoor entrance to meeting some of the most amazing people in the world. When everybody's going through the front door of the house, they're trying to jam in through the front door. And, you know, and that front door has a greeting desk with an assistant, <laughs> right. That says, sorry, you're gonna have to grab a number or wait your turn or whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to go through the backdoor entrance and I'm going to open go. the door. And, and there's the person I want to talk to. Right. Um, because think about it. CEOs of big companies, they're so busy. They have these off executive assistants to call them, email them. They're probably not even checking their email. Right. So, um, but if you can catch someone on their personal profile, generally it's, the LinkedIn profile is a very personal profile. It's like you, it's your online reputation, your resume almost. Right. So these executives, big companies, like it doesn't matter who it is. More than likely they're running it. Right. And a lot of times it's not big enough for people because it's not like Facebook or Instagram where they need all this help because LinkedIn's a channel that they're like, haven't grown it as crazy yet. So they're still owning it. So you can like message anyone. So, I mean, for me, I was able to connect with someone like Jay Shetty, like some of the most amazing people, some of the amazing influencers and content creators on other platforms. I was just be able to freely chat with and because of LinkedIn and coming at it with the right approach. I mean, even, you know, I did, a, I did a public post. I saw that the co-founder of, um, Forbes, co-founder of Forbes.com, Miguel Forbes, just joined LinkedIn, I saw he just did a couple posts. So I did a public post welcoming him to the pl- platform. I said, okay, hey, Miguel Forbes, welcome to LinkedIn. Um, here's who, you, here's how LinkedIn's changed. Here's what it used to be. Here's the people. Here's some people you should follow. Here's the good video creators. Here's some good writers." Just, just, providing that's just providing
1: value. That's it. Just providing value. That
0: post, awesome. that post got over. That post got 1.1 million views. Oh, and today, geez. that's my biggest. That's the post that, uh, that went the furthest. And it was only. It was not about but, me. It was about other people.
1: Did you know that going it. into it? I mean, there, there wasn't Did, he had any idea that that's what no was going to happen.
0: And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to survey you. I, I know that you will recognize that post for sure. You'll get some traction. You'll probably see it. And I never thought it would get over a million views, but then he reached out to me He's like, Hey, thanks so much. I appreciate the warm welcome and we stayed connected ever since. So I'm like, if I can chat with back and forth, the co-founder of Forbes.com, I, know. I can message anybody and I can build a relationship with anybody on this platform. So, Think about that. Who is it you want to reach out to? How can you provide value to them in a way that's going to be different value. and value. unique? Mm-hmm. And you really can grow that sphere of influence around you because that's big. If you can start building those, those, those people have a larger voice than you. They can help you to start growing your voice too.
1: 100%. 100%. Hey, thanks, Fabio. I really appreciate it um, so much for your time and uh, taking the time to jam with me today.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Jason. Have a good have one, a good my one. friend. Thanks. We covered a bunch of great topics today. What stood out most to you? Be sure to let us know in the comment section below. And don't forget to like the post and share it to keep the conversation going. You can follow Jason on all social media platforms by following Strategy with Jason. You can find him pretty well everywhere you can share content. I hope we were able to get you thinking. And until the next time, this has been Nathan with Digital Dealership Solutions. Have a great day.